Hello everybody, welcome back to A Different Look in Music. I'm your host, Nolan Leaflor, and today I've got a kind of music from Down Under. Today I'm talking about Australian folk music and its course of light. It dabbles in folk rock and music from convicts, as well as music from the century, and I'll be sharing my thoughts along the way. To start out, if you didn't know, Australia was originally planned as a mega prison island for convicts. This was in October 1786, when the British government appointed some guy named Arthur Phillip. His job was to establish an agricultural work camp for those uh, convicts. And the convicts were sent there as a form of exile for the crimes committed in Britain and Ireland. And they were transported by ships and two navy ships, and later uh, people would come by plane. But that wouldn't be for a while. And that same Arthur Phillip became governor of, of Australia after they arrived. I read the themes of bush music, which is just pretty much old folk music, and that was traced back to the 18th century and 19th century and the music was more like sea shanties because as i said they were traveling to australia so that's what they typically would sing and they were sung by the convicts who came to australia and i also learned there are other themes like war droughts and working on the railways but also loneliness i can imagine that was a very strong one and the type of music you would explore is country and uh, folk artists a lot of these people have pretty much replayed the old bush songs and they brought them into the 21st century so there's a lot of influence and as i transition into the folk era we have to note that this happened because of the folk revival movement which was in the 1950s and these are people who pretty much played indigenous australian music and they influenced the country music too so they're basically just keeping it alive by playing it. Now for folk rock. The music of Australia was typically traditional. So in the 1960s and the 70s, uh, folk rock was, it created less familiar songs, but also new and better songs, technically. A lot of people liked rock. It was in the young age demographic. And the artists of this era were the Bushwhacker Band and Redgum. And I learned Redgum is known for their 1983 anti-war song, I Was Only 19. The song is about the uh, Vietnam War and pretty much the experience of the soldier. It's a first-person type. So there's things like PTSD and anything they go through before and the after effects. That was what the song was about. Australia joined the war to try and help the United States uh, strategize better, but that didn't work out, as we know. And what I liked about this era was how uh, new instruments were brought in. The uh, didgeridoo, I think that's how it's pronounced. It's such a funny name. It's a wind instrument. And in the 1990s, folk rock was, it was more broadcasted to the world. Uh, for example, by bands like Yasu Yindi. They have Aboriginal mentors, members from Australia. And... Folk music, it has, it, it lost a lot of its popularity in the culture during this time when, when rock music was taking over. 
Um, but the elements created during the folk era help artists today, even in genres like rock, heavy metal, alternative music, and so on. But now we're going to go to a clip. It's a very famous song called Waltzing Matilda. It's a song about traveling on foot with your stuff slung over your back. This version is by Slim Dusty. Once a jolly swagman camped by a billabong Under the shade of a coolabar tree He sang as he watched and waited till his billy boiled You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me Waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda You'll come a-waltzing Matilda with me He sang as he watched and waited till his billy boiled Down came a jumbuck to drink at the billabong. Up jumped the swagman and grabbed him with glee. He sang as he shoved. And lastly, in today, in the 21st century, there has been a revival of folk music. The folk revival was because the musicians becoming successful again, pretty much. They won awards and they're being influenced by folk. The Bushwhackers, for example, like, it's, like I was talking about earlier, they have a Celtic music style, but they use modern instruments like the electric bass guitar. A lot of the music today, whether inspired by folk or, or rock or whatever it is, it's modern. It's more modern. It's not old anymore. And a lot of the other bands were influenced by rock, so they added new music to Australia. Current present day bands like The Currency or Sydney City Trash, they're all influenced by both rock and folk. They perform in venues and festivals, finding success. So how do people react to this music? What do they do? They dance. That's what they do. They dance. Like anybody, like everybody else does. Bush dances are from the colonial times uh, to the folk revival in the 50s. They're very influenced, and these dances are based on ones from the UK, Ireland, Central Europe, so they came as they traveled to Australia. And I think that's about it. So I'd like to thank everyone who has been listening to my episodes. They are not only uh, a learning experience musically, but also educationally. Podcasting for me isn't easy. It was definitely a struggle, but, you know... It isn't that easy because you always have a, a strict schedule to make. Um, but it's fun to see what you make in the end. So uh, further ado, um, you can listen to all my episodes on Spotify by searching for A Different Looking Music. I'm Noah Leaflor, and thank you so much for listening. Bye.